when I think about the Lord and what he's done for me, whatever we are going through, we need to praise him. And truly, we want God's spirit to fill our house today. Because without him, we can do nothing. We won't be long before you this evening, saints. Just want to drop a nugget, a short word that you may take it to go and place it in your treasure. I want you to open up your Bibles to Psalms 23. That's Psalms 23. And we want to look at Psalms maybe a little differently today than what you may have heard others preach or speak. Verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. A shepherd is one who herds, one who guards, tends to sheep. Another word for this is one who guides you. The word herd means a group of animals as domestic cattle that are kept or living together. Or in our case, a large number of people in a crowd. We are being kept and living together by the blood and sacrifice of Jesus. The word herd is in the word shepherd. So Jesus is the one who guards, who tends, <clears throat> who guides, and keeps us living together as sheep in his pasture. As long as we are in his herd or pasture, doing as he says, we will want for nothing and need nothing. Because he will supply all our need according to his riches in glory. And just in case you didn't catch, we are the sheep. Natural sheep and goats have similarities. Sheep are woolly and their coats require shearing each year. Shearing means to be removed, to remove the hair or to cut it. As God's sheep, the hair that needs to be sheared is our flesh. Romans says the old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. Mm -hmm. It tells us we should not let sin reign in our body. That we should obey it in the lust thereof. On the other hand, goats have hair that does not need regular cutting or shearing. Those who don't know Christ will not stop doing anything. They will not admit or quit. But being sheep, we require shearing of the old man daily. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Behold, all things become new. Goats or those that do not know him are carnal minded and they are enmity against God. For they are not subject to the law of God. To become a sheep in this case, it can only occur by shearing the flesh. 
personally wise or personality wise, goats are usually considered more independent, curious, and troublesome since they love to explore. They are very curious about their surroundings and will interact with the environment to a high degree. Those outside of Christ are independent. You can't tell them anything. They get into everything. They cause trouble and get you in trouble and love to explore sin and the effects of it. Sheep are more mellow than goats since they prefer to eat what is on the ground and only eat what they can see therein. With us, of course, we are more mellow in Christ eating from the word of God. Loving not the world, nor the things in the world. Those outside are always getting into mischief and trouble is their middle name. Listen to the habits of sheep and goats. Sheep grazing or feeding. Grazing behavior is typical for pastor animals like sheep. Sheep like to eat short plants that are very close to the ground. Sheep eat while wandering around slowly. They prefer to eat grass and tender clover. In comparison, goats look for things at eye level and higher. They are high-minded. They'll seek out leaves, branches, twigs, bushes, shrubs, vines, and more. Goats investigate and surround themselves with things they should not. As a shepherd, it says in verse 2, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Jesus being our shepherd, he provides us with the proper food and nourishment. He gives us what our spiritual man needs to live and survive. So we won't have to seek the cares of this world. Jesus said, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Righteousness is right way of living. He who hunger after the right way of living will be given what is needed to live right. The natural man hungers, hungers one death to survive and dies. But the spiritual man hungers life to survive and live. The difference between what the natural man eats and what the spiritual man eats is like candy and broccoli. Verse 3 said, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. By his blood, by the sacrifice of his life, we have been given, restored to right relationship with the Father and the Son. By the Spirit of God, we are led in the direction of truth. Jesus said this in John fourteen seventeen, The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seemeth unto him, neither knoweth it, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Verse 26 of that same chapter says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, 
whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. John 15, 26 said, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from thee, from the Father, he shall testify of me. So by this we see our souls is being restored, and we are being led in the path of righteousness. Now look at verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Wherever you go, whatever you are going through, fear not. It says, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. David said, I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people that have set themselves against me round about. And remember, saints, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We must believe that. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Wherever darkness appears, he is your light. He is a light that shines during your own understanding. He is your light when times come to make hard decisions. Jesus is the light for your bridge over troubled water. It says, the Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I fear? Shall I be afraid? When you feel weak, call on your strength. When you are down, call on your strength. When you are discouraged, call on your strength. When no one else seems to care or understand, call on your strength. No matter who you are or how strong, we all are going to have trials. We all are going to have temptations. We all are going to be persecuted. We all will have disappointments. Things are going to come upon all of us. Things that we have never seen or experienced. But we must not be afraid, but stand fast. He has kept us thus far. As someone else said, if the Lord brought you to it, he will take you through it. Look at verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. God has and is equipping us with all that we need to survive this battle. All that we need to fight this battle. All we need to handle this fight. Paul ended up saying, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. It is not just for us to fight well. It is not just for us to finish what we have fought well. But it is for us to keep the faith while fighting. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. While I fight, truly God's goodness and his mercy shall follow me. God will never leave me or forsake me. Even though sometimes I feel all alone. I am not. Even though it feels like no one is on my side or on my side or with my side or for my side, he is always there. Mm 
Jesus told his disciples, go and teach all nations. He said, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded. The difference between a goat and a sheep, you don't have to teach a goat to observe. But a sheep must be taught to observe and taught to do the things of the Lord. The world is full of goats bucking against one another. But the sheep are headed for the slaughter. With this, my time is up and I thank you for yours.